0: Good morning and welcome to Morning Coach Today. I am so glad you're with us. As you know, my name is JB and we're ready to go after it today. It is going to be a day of great energy and some great ideas as we get into our book study today. It is July 13th, 2021. It is a Tuesday. Episode number 4,295. I'm glad you're with us, and and I'm excited about really getting into this new book, Rocket Fuel. It's been around for a little while, but it's run around in circles as just such a great book of understanding you as a person and you as a business person. Again, a lot of the things that we've gone back to here on Morning Coach are self-awareness, understanding more about ourselves, digging in, discovering what makes us tick, how do we work, what can we do to become more efficient. And Rocket Fuel is one of those books that can help you. So let's get into it. Thank you for listening to the free Morning Coach, Coach Coachcast. Today's sponsor is the MorningCoach.com productivity belt system. With everything happening in our busy world, it's hard to stay on top of things and get anything done. This is where Morning Coach comes in. We can help you find the best productivity tools for your lifestyle and goals. You'll also be able to take a quick assessment so we know what your thought process is so we can identify the best system for you. All you have to do is stop by morningcoach.com and you will find the free thinking assessment as well as many other tools and resources to help you. Finally, you've found the right system and coaching for you. We will see you over at morningcoach.com where dreams become a reality. Now, back to the show. So as I mentioned last Tuesday, Rock of fuel is the idea there's a combination of talents that are needed, right? And so in our reading, we're reading uh, chapters one through three. And basically, it's describing the two type of people that can come together and make a huge difference in any organization. But more importantly, it's about understanding who you are. Are you a visionary? or are you an integrator? And what do those two mean? and how do you build a proper relationship? And so that's what we're getting into in part one of the book. Next Tuesday, we're going to get into the how-tos, and then we're going to complete it with a bonus chapter. But today, if you haven't had a chance to pick up the book, you can go in the discussion area and pick it up. But we're, we're going to go over chapters one through three. And one of the things we're going to be doing uh, in the future, as we start organizing our shows, because we're moving finally, as I've been mentioning, into our single uh, Coach Cast player on the site, it's going to allow us to start really putting these book studies together almost in a summary style. So, this is coming because it's, it, you know, as you know, we've been on Lipsim and Glow and all these different platforms. Now that Kajabi's given us the ability to finally put all of our uh, member based coach cast in one area, I can then take a book like this and we can say, okay, here is this section of, of Rocket Fuel. And now every month, instead of just doing a, you know, kind of our book summaries, you're going to be able to go and say, hey, I just want to go take a listen to Rocket Fuel again. And here's some of the key points. You're going to be able to do that. And I think that's going to add a lot of value and also create another resource for us uh, in the book study that over the year, as we keep adding 12 books plus, you're going to be able to go there and get these summaries. So a lot of great things going on. Membership has its privileges and I'm super pumped to be bringing you uh, the new things. So back to our idea. OK, we're talking about a couple different areas. So the chapter one really starts talking about as a visionary. So the things that I'm talking about are really kind of visionary in nature. You know, we're finally being able to move all the technology over. It's never really worked real well to the state of where it is now. Everything's starting to piece together for my business. My dreams are coming true because the vision is starting to come true. And the integrator in this situation then is Kajabi. Kajabi is really integrating and they're becoming that integrator. One of the integrators for me, I have multiple now, which I didn't have before, but they're starting to integrate in so I can continue to hold my vision of building the, the most holistic coaching program in the world that creates all areas of life and helping people what I truly love to do, find more freedom and find more time with their families into one area. So that's always been my vision, helping the consciousness of the planet, helping people elevate to more positive attitude, helping people find peace and success in their life. So for me, as I'm reading the discovery book and understanding the discovery of chapter one, I mean, it's just I don't even need to do the assessment. I am an ID generator and definitely I am a visionary. I see the future. I've always been that person. And I really have that role of being the spark plug, the inspirer, the passion provider, the developer of the new big ideas, the big problem solver, the engager, the learner, the researcher, the discoverer. That is just me to the perfect degree. I mean, that's what I am, right? And typically, they're a founding opportunity. They have lots of ideas. They're strategic thinkers. They're always seeing the big picture, They get involved with customers and employees when the vision is needed. They inspire people. They sell and close big deals. They connect the dots. And occasion, do the work and provide the service and make the product. On occasion. Okay? So that's been the big, big challenge for me because that's what I am. I'm a visionary. And then the book, as we get into there, so what is the challenge, right? I mean, it's great that, that I have these... Qualities to see the future and do things. But here are the issues, okay? The visionary challenges. Number one, staying focused. If you're a visionary, it's hard to stay focused. For one, you get bored easily. I mean, that is me. As a result, you start creating a little chaos just to spite things up a little bit. And that pattern shows up even more when you step in the integrator role. And that has been me for years and you can see why I'm loving these books that I'm bringing because they're they're literally changing my life and my business. But that is me. Everybody gets excited about your new idea or direction. The organization has a wonderful 90-day spike in performance, then unfortunately everything tends to come crashing down in a heap and that's because a visionary as the visionary you get bored with the day-to-day redundancy of running a business, literally self-sabotaging your own vision. That's me. I mean, that's what I've done over the years because I want that energy, that passion, and I don't want the day-to-day. That's not what I do. That's not who I am. I want to keep bringing you the things that are going to change your life. But the truth is, you need to have the, the basics in place. You need to have that. So I struggle maintaining focus. I do. And that's one of the reasons I put Get It Done Now together. I always say my programs are just about as much for me as they are for you. So if you're a visionary... You may be seeing some consistent things. And in the book, they're going to give you an assessment to really understand this. A visionary has too many ideas. Your people love your visionary learning uh, capability. And as a lifetime learner, you always need to be figuring stuff out, which you do by doing in a very hands-on and interactive way. This practice, however, can be rather disruptive. You love breaking the mold. That's what I do. And pursue the shiny stuff that really doesn't fit with your company's core focus. You have little empathy for the negative impact that it has on capacity, resources, people, and profitability. As a result, your new idea actually sabotaging your best idea. And that might be your, key, your Achilles heel as a visionary. It's true. And that's why I wrote the Sacred Six. Again, because these were the holes that I was falling in. Okay. Whiplash. Another trait, which is often seen is what we call organization whiplash. In this case, the organization is so tuned into the visionary and your ideas that whenever you turn your head to the right to pursue a new idea, it forces a whole organization to the right. Then, following your natural visionary instincts, you turn your head in the other direction towards another idea, and whip, the whole organization needs to go there. That is me. I mean, that is me to a T. So a couple of good, a couple of other areas. Sweating the details. You aren't good at managing and holding people accountable. Typically, don't like details, don't like running the day to day of the business on a long term basis, and aren't good at following through. Clearly, articulating the details of your vision to others can be quite a challenge, and having to repeat it often wears you out. That's true. Again, that is me. That is one of the things that I've had trouble, and that's why I've had problems really building this business as big as it should be at this time. It's going, but every time I fall into this role, it causes issues if i have to go be an integrator. And again, what we're trying to do with these books and this process is to discover you so that we can get the best resources to aid you. And if you don't do this work, you don't do the values work, then you don't know what you you know what you really are and what's causing the issues. Finally, developing talent. And good to great, Jim Collins describes one common leadership behavior pattern as a genius with a thousand helpers. Many visioners suffer from this problem. You're very bright and likely made it this far largely on your own capabilities, expanding the company from a startup to where you are today on your own brute strength. However, what got you here won't get you to the next level. You haven't really needed to leverage the capability of others, so it isn't surprising that you've spent little time thinking about how to develop such resources. It's exceedingly difficult for you to attract the type of leadership that could eventually run the day-to-day without you. As an entrepreneur, you don't like being told what to do. Your gift is actually telling other people what to do. So your natural order, your young high potential talent leaders around ended up running them off instead of developing them. There's another truth to that there. So that's the issue. There's some problems that you have as a visionary that cause issues. And some of the challenges are inconsistency, organizational whiplash, that head turn, dysfunctional team, lack of clear direction, reluctance to let go undeveloped leaders and managers, genius with a thousand helpers, ego and feelings of value dependent on being needed of others. You can go through this on page 16. So what are we getting at? Visionaries, how do we maximize our potential? We have to have role awareness. If you aren't aware that the standalone visionary role exists in an organization, the problem is common in many companies. You have to be aware that it's okay to have a standalone visionary. You have to have ability awareness. You aren't fully aware of your own natural gifts as a visionary. So you got to you understand building a company is hard work. You put your nose to the grindstone to make sure the business kept growing. Unfortunately, always just rolling up your sleeves never clarified or helped you see your true genetic encoding. What do you really do? Great. And then finally, letting go. So that's a big one. You know, your need for control or lack of trust is keeping you from letting go enough to embrace the visionary role. So again, falling back an integrator, not able to be the visionary that you truly are. Like many entrepreneurs, you may be good at multiple roles. You know how to run the company because you've always had to. What happens though, when you your hands aren't big enough and hang on to do it all, of course, letting go retry, requires trust. The tools and rules will teach you in this book how to enable you to do that. So that's the visionary. That's where we're at. So we've got to really get ourselves organized to know that if you're a visionary, and the solution is to embrace your visionary nature. So we're talking about embrace it, understand that you are a visionary. And that means understanding that you are. So if there is a visionary indicator assessment in the book. I'm gonna look and see if I can find this online. If I can, I'll put it in the white belt so we have it. Okay, that's chapter one. Chapter two then goes into the integrator. This is the opposite. Your roles are quite unique. For organization, they are glued to the visionary. You're the right hand. They beat to the drum and make sure the train runs on time. You may hear them referred to as the number two, the inside man, the president, CEO, general manager, chief of staff. Who is the integrator in your organization? Are you an integrator? Okay. So here's what an integrator brings to the organization. They run the day-to-day. They get in the day-to-day. They understand that in contrast to the visionary, integrators are typically very good at leading, managing, and holding other people accountable. They love running the day-to-day aspects of the business. They enjoy being accountable for profit and loss and for execution of the business plan. That's, a, that's what they do, right? They are the steady force. An integrator is the type of person who is obsessed about organizational clarity. They are great at making sure people are communicating within the organization. They are the voice of reason. The integrator also filters out all the visionaries' ideas which helps eliminate hurdles and stumbling blocks and barriers for leadership, understanding that. The integrator's role is to have clarity, to be able to communicate, to have resolution, focus, accountability, team unity, well-managed products, follow-through, no obstacles or barriers, prioritizations. So that's what we're looking at. But the integrator alone, the challenge is this that they can be considered a pessimist. Integrators are often deemed a glasses half empty kind of person. And that comes from the visionary, by the way, who is saying, why are you poking holes in my opportunities and potential solutions? They have discipline and accountability. You are the one who delivers the bad news to employees. You're in charge of the dirty work that, that needs to be done. Many times you're the one making the tough personal decisions and delivering the news, Right. And then going slow to go fast. You're often accused of moving too slow by your visionary. Therefore, you're constantly wrestling with the balance of speed at which the visionary wants to go. There's a lack of appreciation. The toughest one of all is that your job can be downright lonely. As an integrator, you are in a position that doesn't allow for a lot of pats on the back, small talk, and friendship. Oftentimes, the better you are at doing your job, the less you are noticed. In other words, of one integrator, it's a relatively thankless job. Don't get me wrong, I know I'm appreciated, but there are a lot of things that get done behind the scenes that no one would ever notice. And you're not Superman. You see what needs to get done, and you wish it could all be done right now. You really want to bring order to the chaos. Lots of others are counting on you, and it hurts to think about letting them down. At times, these thoughts will blend together and convince you to rationalize some unreasonable expectations about yourself. Too much, too soon, too fast. You expect a lot from yourself. So there are a lot of challenges. What's getting in the way? Ineffectiveness. You currently have an integrator, but it isn't working. That's a problem in business. Lack of awareness. You may have an integrator in your organization, but you just don't know it yet. Someone on your team may be ready. To jump into that role, non existent. You don't have in your organization, therefore, you need to go outside and find one. So, the idea is putting the visionary and the integrator together. That's the idea. He says, like an Oreo cookie without the cream filling. What do you have? If you're a visionary forced to play the integrator role because you're stuck with nobody to free you up, the first step is a search for someone in your organization. If that right person can't be finding your organization, you must look outside. And we're going to get into that to chapter six. So it's really figuring out how you are. If you're an integrator, then you're a very special person and you can take the assessment again to find out. Then chapter three, we talk about yin and yang. And we talk about the difference and really understanding the relationship. Typically, they are co-founders sometimes. And he gives examples of Keith Meadows and John Glover of RepWorks. He talks about sometimes there are partners when there's more than one, there's five or six people. Sometimes it's an eternal team member that kind of jumps in and helps. And sometimes it's somebody hired from the outside. But the idea he borrows from golf is in golf, sometimes when you play a team, you call it hamming and egging. What you don't do good, the other person does good. And that's what we're talking about today. Visionary and integrator coming together and really trying to figure out how we can build that and looking far away to make sure and understanding who you are. And that's what chapter three gets ready to understand what do you need? Are you ready to bring in a visionary or are you ready to bring an integrator? And there's a couple things that you need to do before you're ready. And one is financial ready readiness. Are you, can you afford one? Second is psychological readiness. Are you ready to let go of some control? Number three, lifestyle ready readiness. Are you ready for fewer hours or the same hours using different focus and less frustration? And number four is your unique ability ready. So this part one is getting to understand who you are. Are you a visionary or are you an integrator? And which one do you need to bring within your life that's going to help you in your life? I believe this is the same as a family unit. To be honest with you, you got to understand who's doing what. And when you understand yourself more, you could be more successful in all areas of life. And that's what we're working on here with Rocket Fuel. I can tell you for one, Karen and Roxanne have come in. Karen's more of an integrator. She's really helping me. Roxanne's jumped in as a coach who's just phenomenal. John's helping. We have got great people that are bringing different skill sets to, to the table. To but understanding what you are is critical. And that's why if you grab the book and do the assessments, that great. I'm going to check online to see if we can put them in white belt too. Stay tuned for that. But just wanted to share a couple chapters, the first chapters with you, an understanding integrator. Are you an integrator or visionary? And why is it handicapping you? What's holding you back? And that's what this book helps you do. All right. So next week we go through uh, chapter, the next part of this book, which we're going to get into getting into it in detail of how to do it and really connect. It's going to be a great one. So go have a great day. Tomorrow we're back, back on track uh, here to get your morning started with some great energy, but want to keep going with the book study, Rocket Fuel. I hope you're enjoying it. All right. I love you. Get out there. Have a great day. And I'll be back with more tomorrow morning, right here on morningcoach.com.